0: This week on Business Brief, we'll hear from a small business consultant about how business owners can navigate economic uncertainty. Then we'll look at how tech layoffs are impacting Missouri. Welcome to Business Brief, Missouri Business Alert's podcast focused on the business news and issues shaping the state. My name is Siggy Reese and I'm joined by my co-host Teddy Majorca. Teddy, how are you doing this week?
1: Siggy, I am doing well. You know, I'm a little beat down by the news that we're going to be in for six more weeks of winter, thanks to Punxsutawney Phil for his prognostication. But, you know, I'll I'll find some other things to be positive about as we head into the weekend.
0: Well, you know, I am actually feeling positive myself because I look at a different groundhog to tell me uh, the future forecast. Staten Island Chuck says that he foresees a spring coming sooner than we think, so... Um, You know, if you want to look more positively, I suggest you look at what uh, Staten Island Chuck has in store.
1: Wow. Well, how about that conflicting reports from conflicting groundhogs Some little friendly competition between the rodents? Well, regardless of who's right or wrong, we can get into the hard news and talk about this week's headlines.
0: Absolutely. Why don't you start us off?
1: Let's do it. The Federal Reserve Bank increased interest rates by a quarter of a point on Wednesday. The move comes as the Fed continues to fight inflation by making money more expensive to borrow. This brings the interest rates to a range of 4.5 percent to 4.75 percent, the highest they've been since 2007. This increase was smaller than the last five, which were all at least a half point. Due to elevated consumer prices throughout 2022, the Federal Reserve foresees another interest rate hike at its next meeting in March.
0: Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey joined 19 other state attorneys general in warning CVS and Walgreens about legal repercussions the pharmacy chains would face if the stores decided to sell abortion pills by mail. The attorneys issued a letter Wednesday. While Walgreens and CVS do not currently sell abortion pills by mail, Walgreens is working to
1: become eligible to do so. Kansas City International Airport will open its new terminal on February 28th, the city announced Monday. The new terminal costs $1.5 billion and will be over 1 million square feet. The terminal will have about 40 gates and have the availability to expand to up to 50 gates. The airport's last flights out of its current terminals will be February 27th.
0: Over 100 members of the Missouri State Teachers Association gathered at the state capitol Tuesday to voice their opposition to legislation regarding open enrollment, among other issues. Two pieces of legislation regarding open enrollment are currently in the General Assembly, with one recently being voted out of a Senate committee and another in the House. One lobbyist said he was concerned that enrollment would lead to the consolidation of districts. For our next story, we will hear from a business development consultant in Kansas City about how small businesses can navigate economic uncertainty.
1: Interesting. So how are small business owners feeling these days?
0: Well, with some economists forecasting a recession this year, small business owners are definitely looking to brace themselves. Recent economic indicators have shown some growth in the economy, which is curbing some recession fears. But it's still an uncertain time to be a business owner.
1: Got it. So how can these business owners prepare?
0: There's a few ways owners can think ahead, which is what Missouri Business Alert reporter Skyler Rossi asked small business consultant Jill Hathaway about. Hathaway is a senior consultant with the Small Business Development Center at the University of Missouri, Kansas City, with more than a decade of experience as a business owner. She shared her advice during a conversation last week. Here's part of that interview.
2: Jill, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Skylar. So, Jill, through your work in Kansas City, what questions and concerns are on the top of mind for the small business owners and entrepreneurs that you work with, as many economists are predicting a possible recession later this year?
3: There have been a lot of questions. I just had a client in the other day who is in the entertainment industry, um, escape room industry. And he wanted to know what do what entertainment companies, similar to like movie theaters and that, what do they need to do to prepare for a recession? You know, is there a crystal ball that says what's gonna happen in 2023? You know, and further, do we raise prices? Do we shorten hours? And so there's, there, there's a, some uncertainty And yet it's interesting because um, last quarter, fourth quarter of 2022, it seemed like there was more uncertainty at that point. And this month, it seems like a lot of businesses are um, having higher sales and their books seem to be fully, you know, booked with schedules and that's and and with customer uh, booking appointments. You know, there's a little bit, there's always questions.
2: And what would be the impact for small business owners if the U.S. does enter a recession?
3: I mean, when a recession happens, the um, consumers, you know, like to hold on to their money. They don't like to spend their money, and uh, I mean, businesses rotate based on customers buying what they want, when they want, at the time they want to, for the price they want to pay for it. And if customers aren't doing that, and the businesses, you know, aren't getting the revenue, the expenses don't change. You know, but if the revenue is not increasing, then um, the business will suffer, and uh, could suffer to where they have to close their doors.
2: So, what steps should entrepreneurs and small business owners in 2023 be taking to prepare for a potential recession? Um, make sure their business is in a good place.
3: Um, the number one thing is cash. Cash is king. So, mm-hmm. having enough cash um, to build up those reserves, we need to understand our monthly burn rate. We need to know, you know, what our expenses are. Figuring out are can some of those expenses be cut or renegotiated with vendors you know our insurance our accounting our payroll our janitorial um but understanding what that burn rate is and how much cash that you need in your business to break even each month and be specific with that in your cash reserve so that you know that there is x number of dollars that you need to break even so some of the ways to get some of that cash is you know if you've got accounts receivable Then shore up those collection efforts with those customers. Make it easy as possible for those customers to pay you. Um, A lot of times people will do ACH. A lot of times people will do paper checks. You know, if you're not used to taking credit cards, take the credit cards, build the fees into the, the cost of the product and get that credit card. Or maybe offer that client a small discount to have them pay you earlier so that you're getting your cash flow in your pocket and it's not sitting in their pocket and, you know, waiting to get to you.
2: How hard is it to raise funding during a recession and what are things bankers are going to be thinking about?
3: Um, It's hard to raise funding even not in a recession, too. So the biggest thing that bankers look at, and that's for any type of business, is, Um, They look at how long you've been in business. So some banks and some, most banks are three years that you have to be in business for three years. And we're not just saying when you set up your EIN, this is when you've actually collected revenue from customers. Some banks will allow um, two years and some of your micro lenders and uh, community funds may allow um, less than that. But on average, two to three years in business. You've got to look at your credit score. It's not just your business debt that the banks are looking at. They're looking at your personal debt and your business debt. So you've got to have a well-developed plan. You've got to have um, everything together for the banks, all of the financial information. And be prepared if they say no, then to find out why.
2: Um, I know you've mentioned a few throughout this conversation, but what resources can entrepreneurs and small business owners tap into during times of economic uncertainty?
3: i tell everybody when i closed my business in 2014 i um, took a class down at umkc at the small business development center i never knew that they were out there in the marketplace so there are small business development centers throughout the state of missouri and in all the major markets and and we cover the rural areas as well too reach out don't stick your head in the sand and go at it alone, because I know you feel that you're alone, but you're truly not. There are mentors and organizations that um, we're funded by the Small Business Administration. We want to see um, your business grow, hire new employees, take out loans, you know, increase sales, and um, that's that's what we're here for. To hear more from Hathaway, watch the full conversation on
0: MissouriBusinessAlert.com.
1: For our next story, we'll look at layoffs in the tech sector. The start of 2023 has been one of the roughest stretches on record for the sector as many large companies cut workers.
0: Oh, yeah. What's going on?
1: Well, tech companies like Meta, Microsoft and Salesforce have laid off tens of thousands of employees. Actually, there were more layoffs in the industry in 2022 than the previous two years combined.
0: Okay, and why is this happening?
1: One reason is rising interest rates, which makes it more expensive to borrow money. Many of these companies also overhired during the pandemic and now need to reduce their staff sizes.
0: So how is the technology sector in Missouri faring?
1: There's been layoffs from tech companies based out of St. Louis and Kansas City, but people in Missouri's tech space also say this could mean more workers available to work for smaller companies or to launch new startups. Missouri Business Alert reporter Noah Zahn talked with Dedrick Carter, a professor at Washington University in St. Louis and chair of the Missouri Technology Corporation, about exactly this. Here's that interview.
4: Well, we'll talk a little bit about your work at WashU first. And so uh, you teach courses there and um, you work with the uh, entrepreneurial process and new venture creation there. Yeah. Uh, has any of your your teaching, uh, the ways that you teach changed as a result of the, the tech layoff crisis that we've
5: seen? No, I mean, it's a, it's a great question. So boom and, and bust cycles occur. And one of the things that we do, and part of the reason we've got a really um, uh, highly ranked um, entrepreneurship program is that we teach a skill set that helps you to transcend the market cycle. So you're going to be market aware, uh, and that's important. You need to understand the environment in which you're trying to create your venture. But really, in most uh, in most cases, it's really focusing on what is a key and compelling problem and can you pull together from that key and compelling problem an array of solutions and focus in on one of them that is in service to the problem? Not, not. So let me create a venture that's just about my solution. Let me understand completely the problem. Let me look at the array of solutions. Let me understand what the comp- competition might be, and then try to amass a team around that. So it hasn't changed dramatically.
4: And so I want to ask about uh, St. Louis in particular. So we saw layoffs there last year, and. In- Companies like Balto and Worldwide Technology Inc. who are in the tech sector. Uh, have you noticed any localized impact and the the layoffs there
5: like the economy in St. Louis? It's hard for me to say, you know, that short term are you seeing large lots, lots yeah, of impact? Yeah. Usually that that trails a couple of quarters. But I will say that we're tremendously resilient people. And so when you see companies even small companies or companies that have been on a, a tear and sort of growing start to cut back. It really is saying, let me make sure that I've got enough dry power, powder, enough runway to get me to the place I, that I need to be. Because the funding environment might now be changing. The talent environment might now be changing. So some of the decisions that I made in the context of the old world, the old, the old market, I now need to revisit. Um, and that's getting ready for winter. And so that actually, I think that's a health, again, another healthy part of how you see um, companies making these decisions. Yeah. And so
4: your work with the Missouri Technology Corporation, uh, is there anything in specific that uh, you all are doing to support workers in the tech sector in Missouri?
5: So I think we're doing what we would normally do, which is yeah. uh, you know, increase the cycles for um, review of, of companies that, that want funding, uh, that are looking for funding, that have good ideas, um, that are startups uh, that are going to create jobs that are going to create opportunities and returns for the investments of the state in addition to that uh, there's a, a lot of support around working through the communities to try to make sure that we've got the right mentorship guidance and um, and backbone support necessary in the communities across the state you know these these things take time uh, five to seven years to sort of see something go from an idea if not longer to to uh, sort of a return, and so there's got to be a sustained commitment to the entrepreneurial co- ecosystem. It does add jobs, uh, and in fact, it's one of the the startup community is one of the largest um, additions to the job job force. If you look at the uh, the Show Me Jobs report that came out from a Resource Link uh, not so long ago uh, last year that MTC funded helped the fund, it really talks about how the growth in the the ecosystem help happens largely through small ventures. So if I look at the report, uh, you know, jobs created by startups accounted for about 81% of all new jobs uh, and 8% of the total employment in Missouri in each year. And so if you look year over year, you will see some substantial growth. I think that period was, if I recall correctly, 2017 to 2021, so it's like a four-year period. And I actually think that the Show Me State is um, in a good position now because we've made some, we're making some bets on our entrepreneurial ecosystem after seeing some of the returns from uh, prior years. So we released a report last year catalyzing innovation, which is a 10 year plan for uh, innovation in the state through the Missouri Technology Corporation. And we now are in the first year of implementing that plan. Um, And so one of the final questions I wanna
4: ask is, uh, what is the advice that you would give to people or even your students uh, who are entering this industry and they might be scared because of the layoffs
5: or people Mm -hmm. who were just recently laid off Trust yourself, right? And so don't be afraid to bet on yourself. There's a, a concept that I teach our students, which is, um, it starts with encouraging curiosity. So this willingness to ask the why questions and sort of really get your head around a problem. And that leads to a willingness to take calculated risk. Don't willy nilly jump into anything, but sort of think about this risk and, and and get your head around it. And when you're able to sort of figure out the calcul- a calculated risk you might take, um, try it.
0: time for us to get into our words of the week. Teddy, what's your word this week?
1: Well, Siggy, this week, I don't have a word. I actually have a number. A Roman numeral, in fact. 57.
0: Uh, explain.
1: Well, I'm referring to Super Bowl 57.
0: Oh, okay. And I'm guessing you're referring to the news that the Kansas City Chiefs are headed back to the Super Bowl?
1: Yes, you are correct. That's exactly right. The Chiefs won the AFC Championship game this past Sunday which means they'll face the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl on February 12th. This marks the Chiefs' third Super Bowl appearance in four years.
0: Awesome. So how are Missourians gearing up for the big game?
1: So there's already preparations in place if the Chiefs win. Kansas City is planning a nearly $4 million parade if the team emerges victorious.
0: Wow. And what about the game itself?
1: Well, if Missourians want to book a flight to Arizona to go watch the Super Bowl, they'll be met with more options than usual. American, Delta, Southwest, and United have all added more flights from Kansas City to Phoenix from February 9th through 11th. That's all I've got this week. What's your word, Siggy?
0: My word this week is Ozark.
1: Do you mean the Netflix show set in Missouri?
0: Yes, but fun fact, even though Ozark takes place in Missouri, it's actually filmed in Georgia.
1: Well, you learn something new every day. Why is this in the news right now, though?
0: Well, the Senate Economic Development Tax Policy Committee held a hearing on the Showmo Act this week, which would give tax credits to filmmaking companies for certain expenses. One witness said that without the bill, production companies will continue to choose other states to film in rather than Missouri.
1: Got it. And what would be the impact of this?
0: So advocates hope the bill would also increase tourism in the state and boost small businesses. For a closing thought, here's small business consultant Jill Hathaway again with some advice about how small businesses can navigate a possible recession um a lot of us
3: survived and thrived during the past couple years we can still survive and thrive during a recession as well too so diversify some of those revenue streams look at things that um don't get affected by recessions as much and maybe add those products or services into what you offer as long as they're um consistent with what you offer and um you know, just be open. Communicate with your people, communicate with your vendors, communicate with your banker, and then also don't stop marketing.
0: Well, that is all for this week. Thank you to the M33 Project for providing music for this episode. For my co host, Teddy Mallorca, editors Emma Boyle, Elena Foon, Nick Knoll, Skylarossi, Rossi, and Michael Stacey, I'm Siggy Reese, and this has been Business Brief. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.